All right, Lamentations chapter 3, and we'll read verses 31 through 41. Lamentations 3, verses 31 through 41 <coughs> say this. For the Lord will not cast off forever, but though he cause grief, yet will he have compassion according to the multitude of his mercies. For he doth not afflict willingly, nor grieve the children of men. <coughs> to crush, verse 34, to crush under his feet all the prisoners of the earth, to turn aside the right of a man before the face of the Most High, to subvert a man in his cause, the Lord approveth not. Who is he that saith, and it com cometh to pass, when the Lord commandeth it not? <laughs> Out of the mouth of the Most High proceedeth not evil and good. Wherefore doth a living man complain a man for the punishment of his sins? <laughs> Let us search out and try our ways and turn again to the Lord. Let us lift up our heart with our hands unto God in the heavens. Let's pray. <laughs> Lord, again, we just praise you and glory in you and uh, boast in you. <laughs> we thank you for watching over us. Uh, last year, and Lord, as we begin this uh, new year, again, we don't know lies ahead, but you, we know that you're already there, and Lord, you've already prepared the way. So Lord, let us say, use me in 23, help me to trust you in 23, and uh, Lord, we just uh, thank you, Lord, that we can be here together today to start this new year on January 1st, 2023. Lord, we think about those that can't be here but would like to be here. Lord, we think of uh, the Muslos right now. We think of uh, Sister uh, Diane. And uh, Lord, we think of uh, Sister uh, Judy and uh, others among us that have a physical need. Lord, please touch them. Lord, we think of Lisa and Lynn as they're traveling on that mission trip. Please watch over them. We think of those that have been traveling. Uh, be with them where they are and bring them home safely. And uh, Lord, we want to thank you for hearing our prayer and answering our prayer. We want to acknowledge that. Uh, Lord, I thank you again that uh, Sonny uh, got to be in church with us the other day. What a blessing uh, that was. Continue to touch him. Lord, we pray again for those that are here and listening. If by chance somebody uh, is not saved, Lord, today, what a great way to start off the new year uh, by receiving new life and being born again through the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And again, those of us that are saved, let us take the challenge like we got in Sunday school and as we'll hear through the word, dear God, uh, Lord, to make sure we're, we're what we ought to be and where we should be. Lord, in our relationship with you. So, Lord, help us today. Uh, glorify thyself. Uh, work in our hearts, dear God. Help us to love you and love one another. Uh, and Lord, help us to be a witness for you. And, uh, Lord, may you build your local church this year. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, uh, Wednesday night, we sort of looked at the conclusion of the matter. And so today, sort of look at a thought, a great way to start the new year. As you look at verses 40 and 41, again, they say, Let us search and try our ways and turn again to the Lord, and let us lift up our heart with our hands unto God in the heavens. This is what we want. But uh, let's look at these other verses, and we'll come back to these and realize perhaps uh, we need to deal with some things before we can do that. So like uh, Brother Wood talked about in Sunday school, <laughs> again, verses uh, 31 through 33 say this, For the Lord will not cast off forever, but though he cause grief, yet will he have compassion according to the multitude of his mercy. For he doth not afflict willingly nor grieve the children of men. 
Notice it says in verse 32, yet will he have <laughs> compassion. There's that word yet again we talked about recently. And it talks about uh, though he cause grief. Of course, that word means suffering, despair, uh, through conditions. But yet it says he will show compassion. That means mercy and sympathy with a desire to relieve the condition. You know, God, uh, you know, he might allow certain things in our life, uh, some as a, as a way to work in our life, and some maybe uh, because we've made some decisions we shouldn't have made, and we're, you know, reaping what we sowed. But uh, uh, thank God that he can, shows compassion uh, either way and wants to bring us uh, unto himself. Isaiah 54, 7 says, For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. Verse 33 said, he doth not affect, he does not afflict willingly. You know, he realized sometimes he has to uh, allow things in our life. But, uh, you know, he doesn't re rejoice in that. God does not delight to see suffering in our lives. But he knows what is necessary. He knows what he has to perhaps bring in our life or allow in our life uh, because he knows what he's trying to accomplish in our life in his work to draw us close uh, to himself. So we don't know what he might allow uh, in our life uh, this year or what might be in our life. But know uh, that God isn't, you know, uh, saying, oh, well, I got him this time. No, God's a God of compassion. God's a God of mercy. But yet... He does what's best for us at that moment. It goes on to say in verses 34 and 36, to crush under his feet all the prisoners of the earth, to turn aside the right of man before the face of the Most High, to subvert a man in the cause. Notice the statement, the Lord approveth not. And so we need to realize there are some things that God doesn't approve of. And we need to ask ourselves as we go uh, look in our life, do we really care about what the Lord approves of or not? And is there anything in our life right now as we begin this new year? You know, we even talked about it the other night and uh, uh, Brother Wood mentioned it in, in Sunday school when we look about the need to be uh, quickened, the need uh, to be <laughs> restirred. You know, when, uh, when David committed that great sin, and we know Psalm uh, 51, what was one of the things he said in that Psalm of repentance? Lord, restore unto me the joy of salvation. Well, hey, you know, uh, uh, maybe we didn't commit some great <laughs> grievous sin, but yet, you know, the Bible says the little fox spoiled the vines. Maybe it wasn't some big thing, but it's just been one little thing of another that we've allowed to escape in our life, that we'd allow ourselves to get away with, and we know the Lord doesn't uh, approve of it. And so we need to be willing to say, hey, you know, search ourselves and say, hey, do I see that desire in my life like I should? Do I, I see that joy in my life that I should? Am I excited about the things of God as I look in this new year? Am I excited about, wow, here's another year if the Lord tarries. I can't wait. Uh, this year of potential in serving the Lord, this year of potential, amen, to be used of the Lord uh, again. But as we start this new year, we want to say, is there anything in our life that the Lord has not approved of that maybe I want to get out of the way so I can start this year right? He says in verse 37 through 39, Who is he that saith, and it cometh to pass when the Lord commandeth it not? Out of the mouth of the Most High proceedeth not evil and good. In verse 39, Wherefore doth a living man complain, a man, for the punishment of his sins? Notice that statement, wherefore doth a living man complain? 
A man has no right to complain when he faces the consequences of his sins and his decisions. You know, I think about uh, people I know, even people, you know, I love and care about, and I, I see some things going on in their life, and it's hard to see. It's hard to watch those things, but I realize that the reason they're facing these things is because uh, uh, the decisions that they've made in the, their life up to this point. And so uh, they're facing the, the consequences of that. But, you know, when we see something going in our life because we have uh, allowed things into our life that the Lord doesn't approve of, or maybe we're uh, uh, doing some things we shouldn't be doing, we don't need to complain, Lord, uh, about why you did this. We just need to yield and get that thing right with the Lord. And so uh, uh, looking at verses 40 and 41, again, it says, let us search and try our ways and turn again to the Lord. So what do we do when we see something in our life that he doesn't uh, approve of? Uh, what do we see when he allows some things in our life because of bad decisions? Well, the best thing we can do is right to allow a search to go on in our heart and in our life. That's what, the, that's what the psalmist there is talking about as he's going through Psalm 119. Hey, Lord, you know, search me, quicken me. Uh, Lord, do what needs to be done in my life. He says, let us search and try our ways. That word try means to explore, to investigate. Hey, we know the Lord wants the best for us. There should never be a time uh, that we would be afraid of the Lord investigating our heart investigating, right, and exploring uh, our intents. It says search. That means looking for something with one's mind, allowing one's conscience to examine one's inner self. You know, that's, that's important to, you know, sometimes we talk about getting alone with God, but sometimes we need to get alone with self, right? And, you know, uh, do a serious search, do a serious checkup and uh, uh, about uh, things we're doing, decisions we're making, things we're allowing uh, in our life. You know, uh, we need to take uh, things that we're doing, of course, and run them by God's word. And, of course, and make sure they line up and be willing to confess what we need to confess. Psalm 66, 18 says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. We'll talk about prayer a little bit. Listen, one of the most important things in our life is our prayer life. Boy, it'd be a terrible thing not uh, to be able to get a hold of God, even if yourself or something comes up, or as uh, was mentioned uh uh, recently, you know, uh, somebody called, you have a loved one calls, you have a dear friend calls, and all of a sudden you hear about that uh, crisis and uh, you're not prepared to pray for them. You're not ready, amen, to instantly uh, go before the throne of God. You're like, man, I feel like a hypocrite here. I'm, uh, this person needs prayer. And man, I got to take care of some things uh, uh, in my own life. I mean, you get that call and you're heading to the, to the hospital and boy, that person's waiting for you to show up uh, to pray for them. And yet you got to spend the whole time there, amen, trying to search your own heart. Maybe uh, make sure you're ready to pray when you get there. So Psalm 66, 18, if I regard iniquity in my heart, which means you're aware of it. You know, sometimes we, we might just do things unconsciously, but if you're regarding it, you are consciously aware that you're allowing that thing in your life. You're consciously aware that you're making those decisions or they have that thing in your life that God does not approve of. And you're regarding, you're saying, you know what? I don't care whether God approves of this or not. Hey, I enjoy doing it or I like this thing or, you know, I'm going to give in to this thing. But it says the Lord will not hear me. You've just what? Until you get that thing right, you've 
cut off your prayer line. Isaiah 55, 6 and 7 say this, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. <laughs> Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Right? Now notice it says his way and his thoughts. Sometimes you think, well, you know, I didn't do that. But listen, you know, people say, a lot of people say, well, I'm glad I'm not under the law. Well, you know what? <laughs> listen, grace is tougher than the law. Right. It, it, under the law. Right. They said, you know, if a man gets caught. Right. Let him be stoned. But God says, listen, you just have to thank it. You just have to look. You know, you know, you don't have to be caught with that woman. You just have to look upon that woman with the wrong desires. And man, in God's sight, listen, you're guilty or you just have to desire uh, that that thing in your heart. And so not only forsake your way, but it says even the thoughts. Right. Let him. But it says, let him return unto the Lord and what he'll have mercy upon him and to our God. And he will abundantly pardon. So thank God for that. So don't be afraid as we start this new year to let the Holy Spirit through the word of God examine your life. That's a great way to start the new. Say, Lord, I want to start this. All right. Lord, I want to take an examination. Right. I mean, listen, if you have something physical, it's amazing. You know, we think, well, are we more spiritually minded or are we more physically minded? Well, listen, if you thought there was something in your body, you'd be you'd be at the hospital. Lord, Give me that scan. <laughs> hey, search my body. Find what's wrong. Find what's wrong. You know, we'd be so quick to do that in the physical sense. Yep, but for some reason in the spiritual sense, you know, uh, uh, why, would, why would we have more confidence in a, a doctor or a nurse examining us physically than we would in a loving God uh, doing it for us spiritually, whose whole intent, right, is for us uh, to be as close to him as we possibly can in this life. Our Christian life cannot prosper without prayer, our prayer life being what it should be be. And our prayer cannot be what it should be if we're holding on to things in our life that God does not approve of, that do not line up with the Word of God. You know, as we go through Lamentations here, we know it's written by Jeremiah, and we know all that Jeremiah went through. And the nation of Judah, of course, was in ruins at this time. Jeremiah 2.28 says this, God, uh, uh, him preaching out to Judah. But where are thy gods that thou hast made thee? <laughs> Let them arise if they can save thee in the time of thy trouble. And notice this statement. <laughs> For according to the number of thy cities are thy gods, O Judah. Think about that statement. For according to the number of thy cities are thy gods, O Judah. Jeremiah 2.28. Boy, does that sound like America today? According to the number of thy cities, that's how many gods you have. Boy, every city, you know, you know what's, what's uh, the big phrase in Judges? Huh? Every man did that which was right in his own eyes, right? The great, uh, it's in there a couple times in Judges, the same thing here, right? Number of thy cities. Oh, listen, hey, man, is that, is that your God? Well, hey, this is my God. Our nation, you know, here in the context here, Judah is in ruins. But we can look at our nation and see what's going on in our nation. Know that our nation, unfortunately, as we start this new year, our nation is in ruins. And again, like Judah, everyone has their own God. 
Everyone has their own truth. Boy, you hear that? You, 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 you watch uh, TV, you hear that phrase, you know, well, uh, you know, my truth, your truth. Well, you know, that's, that's, their, that's their truth. You know, everyone has their own God. Everyone has their own <coughs> truth. Everyone has their own definitions of things. Well, what's your definition of this, right? I was telling somebody yesterday, I can't remember who it was, that, that I wanted to make a, I was going to get a little baby like I had a brand new baby. And so, like I'm introducing my baby and making videos said, oh, I just want to introduce my baby. I've named him Dictionary. And so, so that, hey, you know, he can just uh, uh, make up, he can just define things, right? And hey, you can't argue with the dictionary, right? So he can just, you know, uh, define things however he wants to. I just thought that would be a good name for my baby. That's about where we're at, you know. That, um, now watch, some star's going to come out and say they named their baby dictionary, right? So they can just define things however, however they, they want. But thank God, amen, again, that we have the Word of God to turn to. And the best way uh, we can do this, right, is to pray, and get things right and lift our hearts and hands to the true God. That's the best way we can help our nation. First Timothy 2.8 puts it this way. Paul challenged people to do the same thing. He said, I will for that men pray everywhere. And how to do that? Lifting up holy hands. There's the key. Not just lifting up hands, but holy hands, right? In 2023, we want people to know that holiness still matters, right? Sin is still sin in 2023 and holiness still matters to God and God still desires holiness for his people. And so he says, not just lifting up your hands, but lifting up holy hands. That means you have, uh, uh, there's nothing that you, nothing, uh, no sin you're regarding in your heart. As far as you know, you're not purposely doing anything uh, in your life that God does not approve of, approve of, but your desires towards him. Lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. So this year, as we start this new year, right? All right. We always challenge people, right? Every year, we, you know, we have these things and we challenge people in their Bible reading and that's good. But this year, right? I also want to challenge you and myself in our prayer life. I think prayer is the, to me, is the most important ministry for a believer. I really believe that because, you know, the, 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 the power for everything else, right, uh, uh, flows from our prayer life and the ability to affect everything else flows from our prayer life. So uh, I want to challenge and, and right here's a good verses that challenge you in your prayer life this year. We all again, always encourage people in the area of Bible reading again, which is good. But again, I want to challenge each of us in the area of our prayer life this year. You know, Luke 11 verses one and two say this, right? It says, and it came to pass that as he was praying, the Lord was praying in a certain place. When he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, right? As John also taught his disciples, all right? Now we need to realize we now need to learn how to pray, but listen, we need to learn to pray too. Uh, I've read a lot of books on prayer, I, especially when I first got saved. I enjoyed reading books on prayer. And, uh, and, and I mentioned this before, that the title, right? My, my favorite chapter title uh, among all the books of prayer was this, Just Do It, <laughs> right? I mean, it's good to read books on prayer, but hey, you know, uh, you're better off uh, uh, spending a t an hour in prayer than reading a book for an hour on prayer. And if you have time to read a book and be challenged, that's good. But the main thing is just do it. Just 
Get out there and pray and spend time before God. But notice something. When they made this statement, Lord, teach us to pray. And so the Lord does. And notice the first things mentioned. In verse 2, Luke 11, he said to them, When you pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, and what? Thy will be done as in heaven, so in earth. Now we know what else does the model prayer mention? Tell me something else the model prayer mentions. What else does it mention? Right? Huh? It mentions our daily bread. It mentions what? Uh, uh, forgive us our what? Talks about confession of sin. Talks about asking for some other things. But the first thing it mentions is the will of God. The will of God. Because, listen, if the, if the first point of prayer is the will of God, and I think that's important to notice, because if that is not our desire when we pray, then, then in all matters, if our desire in all matters is not the will of God, then we waste our time praying. If our desire is not the will of God. I mean, in Romans 8, right? We all like quoting Romans 8, 28, but you read a few verses, it says we know not. Then we get down to Romans 8, we know. Well, how do you go from not knowing to knowing? By surrendering to the will of God. The Spirit, with maketh intercession, what? Knows. You see, the Spirit knows the will of God. And we surrender to that. And because, because we've turned everything over to the will of God, because we know, okay, God, this is in your hands. We want your will to be done. And because we've turned it over to the will of God, now we know that all things work together for good. That, that's not an automatic all things work together for good when they're surrendered to God's will. They're not all going to work to God because it goes the way you want, but because it's surrendered to God's will. And so that's why the first, man, Lord, I'm, I'm coming to pray for some things today. And Lord, here's the great thing. And I, I say this a lot of times when I talk to people, when they bring, oh, hey, this just happened. Or, hey, I don't know what to do in this situation. And I don't know about this. A lot of times one of the first phrases I'll make, well, here's the good thing. We know this, that God has a will in this situation. A lot of times that's the first thing I'll mention because that's what we want to know, God's will in that situation. So the first point of prayer is the will of God. And if that is not our desire, His will, then we're wasting our time praying because before we, again, even ask for daily bread, before we even ask for forgiveness of our sins, we need to say, God, Your will be done. And so we need, right, as believers, we need and we need in our homes and we need in our church, we need people who can pray. We need people who can get for, and for our nation. We need people who can get through to God, right, and allow God to have his way in their life, through their life, in their home, and that is our desire in the church. Again, talking about that great verse in Jeremiah 33, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee, you know, uh, 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 have we have we spent enough time with God for Him to Amen that we hear when He speaks back and for Him to show us some things, show the great and mighty things which Thou knowest not. We have no idea what God might show us in 2023 if we are in tune with Him, right? If we are in tune with Him the way we should be when we pray. We should be, Lord, 
I want to see those great and mighty things, right? Remember, those that walk with God, like the disciples, what did they do? The disciples saw things other people didn't see. The disciple heard things other people didn't hear. And we can have that same testimony as believers, right? As we uh, right, surrender everything over to him, say, God, right? I want to I wanna show me great and mighty things. Lord, That'd be a great challenge for 2023. Lord, reveal something to me I don't know, right? Whether it's through your word or about yourself, whatever, Lord, reveal something to me that'll uh, 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 make you, amen, that much more wonderful in my life. Show me a great and mighty thing. You know, we sing that song about channels only. Every one of us should desire to be a channel of prayer, a channel of witness, Again, the, the greatest many. I mean, you know, the Lord, he did a lot of great things, right? He spent 33 uh, uh, and a half years down here. But yet, what, 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 what's he doing right now? He ever what? Liveth to make what? Intercession. Oh, I want to be like Jesus. We think, oh, be like Jesus? What? Uh, be nice to somebody. Give somebody a piece of bread. Again, one of the greatest ways you can be like Jesus is to be an intercessor. Be a person of prayer. All right? So, uh, Lord, we should be singing. Lord, I truly want to be a channel of prayer. I want to be a channel of witness. Again, verse 41, let us lift up our heart with our hands unto God in the heavens. Right? When our, and notice it says heart first. A lot of times we're quick to lift our hand, but it mentions heart first. It's because think about it this way. When our hearts are lifted up, we'll have no problem lifting up our hands. It may also say our voices. And if we lift up, right, if we lift up our hearts and lift up our hands and truly uh, surrender our life to God and truly get in tone uh, with God, well, if, if, we, if we'll lift up, then when we walk out that door, we'll have no problem living it out. But here's the thing. If your heart is not in it, do not lift up your hands. But if your heart is in it, again, you won't be ashamed to lift up your hands. You know, if I asked who, who thinks God needs to change our nation, probably everybody raised their hand. Now, I'm not asking you to raise your hand, but if I asked, well, who, 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 who thinks God needs to change them, right? <laughs> Every hand should probably go up in that as well. Listen, as, as we look at our nation, again, uh, uh, Judah was in ruins, and we look at the condition of our nation, here's, here, here's, here's our options. We can either stand around and complain, which is what I see most people doing, we can either stand around and complain about everything or we can kneel down and pray about everything, which would God want us to do? You know, if we spend as much time praying about everything as we do about complaining everything, and that's even believers, right? What a difference that might make in our nation this year. So let's try to spend, nothing wrong with talking about things, you understand what I'm saying, but, you know, let's make sure as we're talking about everything, let's make sure we're praying about everything and taking everything to the Lord in prayer. You know, as we, as we talk about revival and God moving, you know, the, here, here, here's the thing. We say, oh God, we'd like to see revival. The problem, right, as we think about our nation, I wrote this down. The problem is not that a real God-sent revival would annoy, the, would annoy the world around us, which I'm sure it would, but that's not the problem. I'm afraid the problem is a real God-sent revival would annoy most professing Christians around me. 
That's, that's, that's the problem. Because revival is not for the lost, right? Most people think, what's a good sign of revival? Well, people get and say, well, a real sign of revival is the stirring up of the revivals for the Christians. Now, an overflow of that, because Christians are doing what they're supposed to be doing, right, is maybe people getting saved. But if we do not allow God, Christ, to make a difference in us and through us, then we'll get caught up in the culture of the world. So, as Christians, you know, we think about, uh, uh, you know, some of the, we think about laws and things that are made and, and what's going on in our, in our, uh, in our capital, what's going on in our judicial system. But as Christians, we often want to turn over laws and court decisions, right? You know, everybody excited. Oh, wow, I can't believe after 50 years that got turned over. But listen, that, that's great. But the greater impact in our nation greater than laws being turned over, greater than court decisions turned over, the greater impact on our nation will be the turning over of lives to the Lord. That'll have the greater impact. So we can, and again, talking about prayer, and we can only give to others what God gives to us. That's why it's so important to spend that time in Him. Matter of fact, God gives that illustration in Luke 11 after He gives the model prayer. It says this in Luke 5 and 6, and he said to them, which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves. Verse six, for a friend of mine is in his journey is coming to me and I have nothing to set before him. We must realize we have nothing to offer unless the Lord gives it to us. So our responsibility is to go to him like we're taught there and to seek him, to knock, to seek and to ask for it uh, in prayer and opportunity, right, that we might have something to pass on. So as we think about beginning this new year, verse 41, this would be a good uh, a verse to highlight, a good verse to think up and say, let us lift up our heart with our hands unto God in the heavens. What a, what a great way that would be to start the new year and say, Lord, I want to I lift my heart before you. I want to lift my hands before you. And Lord, right now, I want to make sure uh, there's nothing in my life that you don't approve of. Uh, Lord, I want to ask you to, to take the word of God and the spirit of God and do an examination on me, uh, Lord, and, and see if there's uh, anything there that I need to confess that I want to get right. And Lord, uh, 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 Lord, I, I want to spend that time. I want to I see great and mighty things this year. Lord, I want you to reveal things to me. And Lord, I want to I get things from you, Lord, that I can pass on to others to help them along the way. Let us begin this year again with lifting up our hearts and hands to the Lord in sincerity. And, as, and taking from these verses, as we lift our hearts and hands, saying this, Lord, thank you. Lord, as I lift my hands and I lift my heart, Lord, I want to get, begin this year by thanking you for your compassion in my life. Lord, I want to ask you to convict me of what you do not approve of in my life. Lord, help me not to, not to complain about uh, the consequences of my bad decisions, but to confess and get those things right. Lord, again, help me to lift up my heart and hands in prayer to you in praise and in thanksgiving. Lord, in this year, help me to live a life that glorifies you. Lord, in 2023, help me to desire what is right. Lord, give me something that I can share with others. 
So, Lord, let us begin this new year, amen, by turning ourselves over to the Lord. Let's pray.